This is Bigger Pockets Daily, where we read you the best real estate investing advice Monday through Sunday, rain or shine. I'm your host, Tyler. And if you like this article, you'll find thousands of others like it at biggerpockets.com blog. But you can't, or at least you shouldn't, be looking at a screen when you're mowing the lawn or driving for deals. So enjoy this show and check out the rest of our podcasts. Just search Bigger Pockets on your favorite podcast app. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. The dream of owning a vacation home can be daunting. From finding the best guests, to the maintenance, to organizing the cleaners after every guest day. With Vacasa, they make that dream into a reality. As a full-service vacation home management company with vacation homes in key destinations across the U.S., they know a thing about how to make owning a vacation home easy and profitable. On top of proactive property maintenance visits by professional local teams, a hospitality-driven booking platform, and around-the-clock support, Vacasa earns homeowners an average of 20% more revenue from their vacation homes. Vacasa is always thinking of ways to simplify the vacation homeowning experience by putting your home to work for you. If you're looking to make more from your vacation home, work with the reliable property manager, and finally have peace of mind, partner with Vacasa at vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. That's vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 2023 Mortgage Rate Outlook. You won't believe what could happen. By Dave Meyer. Throughout 2022, mortgage rates have more than doubled, sending affordability and demand in the housing market down sharply. With lower demand, lower prices often follow, which is why we're in the midst of a housing market correction. I believe this correction has been caused primarily by rapidly rising mortgage rates and will last for as long as rates keep rising. The question is, then, what will happen to mortgage rates next year? Given that the Fed announced another 75 basis point hike in the federal funds rate, FFR, last week, many are expecting mortgage rates to keep on rising. The Fed has stated that they intend to keep raising the FFR through this year, 2022, and at least into the beginning of next year. This has many expecting mortgage rates to shoot up to 8%, or perhaps even higher in 2023. The average mortgage rate is about 7.1% as of this podcast. However, many prominent forecasters are calling for mortgage rates to drop in 2023. The Mortgage Bankers Association expects rates to end in 2023 at around 5.4%. Economist Mark Zandi expects rates to fall modestly to 6.5%. 
Rick Sharga of Atom Data sees rates peaking around eh, 8%, then falling to below 6% by the end of 2023. Logan Motoshami thinks it's feasible that mortgage rates will come down next year. What's that all about? If the Fed has told us they're raising rates and there is all this economic uncertainty, how could rates fall? I know, this seems crazy, but this forecast has economic logic, so we should just look into it. The Fed doesn't directly control mortgage rates. First, we gotta remember that the Fed does not control mortgage rates. When the Fed says they're raising rates, they're talking about the federal funds rate, FFR, which informs but does not control mortgage rates or credit cards, car loans, etc. So while the Fed only indirectly impacts mortgage rates, they are directly impacted by the yield on the 10-year Treasury bond. So I measure the correlation between the yield on the bond and mortgage rates, and it's super high at 0.99. But you don't need to do any math to understand this, because we have a chart at biggerpockets.com where you can see mortgage rates and the yield on the 10-year bond move together. It's uncanny. The 10-year yield and mortgage rates move in lockstep because of how banks make money and manage their risk-reward profile. So imagine you're a bank with billions of dollars to loan out. Every day, you have to evaluate who to loan your money to, how risky each potential loan is, and what profit or interest rate you need to earn in order to compensate for the risk. The interest rate on a loan goes up according to how risky the lender deems the loan. The least risky loan in the world is lending to the U.S. government in the form of a bond, called a treasury bill. That's all a treasury bill is a loan to the U.S. government. And it's very low risk because the U.S. government has never defaulted on its debts. To date, the U.S. has made every single bond payment it's obligated to pay, so it's very low risk for a bank or any other investor to hold U.S. bonds. Right now, the yield you earn on a 10-year treasury security is about 4%. So a bank can earn 4% interest with pretty much no risk. But banks want to earn more than 4%. So they make loans to businesses and individuals, often in the form of mortgages, in addition to buying treasuries and lending to the U.S. government. Mortgages are not particularly risky in the grand scheme of things, but any person taking out a mortgage is still less creditworthy than the U.S. government. So, if the bank is going to lend money for a mortgage, they are taking on more risk than they would if they instead just lent that money to the U.S. government. To compensate for that increased risk, the bank is going to charge you a higher interest rate. Typically, banks charge about 170 basis points. A basis point equals 0.01. So 170 basis points equals 1.7% over the yield on the 10-year treasury bond for a 30-year fixed rate mortgage. How could mortgage rates fall in 2023? Yeah, there are two theories on this. First, Bond yields could fall and take mortgage rates down with them. Many economists are predicting a global recession in 2023. During a recession, investors tend to look for low-risk investments. And as we've discussed, the lowest risk investment in the world is a U.S. Treasury bill. This surge of demand for U.S. Treasuries could drive up the price of bonds. More demand equals higher prices, which drives down yields because bond prices and yields are inversely related. So the main reason mortgage rates could fall in 2023 is because we could enter a global recession, raising demand for U.S. Treasuries, which sends bond yields and mortgage rates down. 
The second reason mortgage rates could fall in 2023 is due to the current spread between yields and mortgage rates. So remember when I said just, you know, a minute or two ago that banks charge mortgage borrowers a premium on top of bond yields due to excess risk, and that premium is usually 170 basis points? Well, right now, that premium is 292 basis points, 72% above the normal spread. The spread tends to increase when there is a lot of economic uncertainty. Since 2000, the spread has gone significantly above 200 basis points just three times. The Great Recession, the beginning of the pandemic, and now. The current spread is the highest it's been since 1986. We're still in an uncertain period, but over the course of 2023, things could become more clear. Let's hope... If inflation starts to come down and the Fed pauses or even reverses its rate hikes, I would expect the spread between the 10-year yield and mortgage rates to normalize a bit, which could bring down mortgage rates, even if yields stay high. And let's wrap things up for today. Of course, we don't know exactly what will happen, but it's important to understand that there is a reasonable scenario when mortgage rates fall in 2023. Nadia Evangelou, the senior economist and director of real estate research for the National Association of Realtors, summarized the situation well when she said, There are three likely scenarios in 2023. In scenario number one, inflation continues to remain high, forcing the Fed to raise interest rates repeatedly. That means mortgage rates will keep climbing, possibly near 8.5%. In scenario number two, the consumer price index responds more to the Fed's rate hikes, and there is a gradual deceleration of inflation, causing mortgage rates to stabilize near 7% to 7.5% for 2023. In scenario number three, the Fed raises rates repeatedly to curb inflation, and the economy falls into a recession. This could cause rates to likely drop to 5%. All these make sense to me. It means we're just going to have to see what happens with inflation to know which way mortgage rates and potentially housing prices will head next year. I hope you enjoyed today's article. Remember, you can find thousands more like it at biggerpockets.com blog. And you can unlock new tools by creating a free account at biggerpockets.com. And for another fresh perspective on real estate investing, join me right here tomorrow.